Welcome to Teaching, Reading, and Writing, the official podcast of the Literacy Research Center and Clinic at the University of Wyoming. Connecting, supporting, and expanding literacy instruction within Wyoming and around the world. Welcome to today's episode. I'm Lee Hall with the Literacy Research Center and Clinic, and today I have with me Emily Quinn. Emily, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Emily is the instructional facilitator at Laramie Middle School, and she is a former social studies teacher of grades six through 12. And today we're going to talk about something really kind of unique and cool. We're going to be talking about horoscope literacy. So, <laughs> and this is actually, this is a school, not, not an assignment, but it was something that came up from a student in your school and something that the two of you did together. And Emily, if you could tell us a little bit about what horoscope literacy is and what this was with this student, how it all came about. I think that it came up just really naturally, um, just with the relationship that I had with the student. Um, she was very, or she is very involved in reading her score horoscope every day and, um, would always kind of come to me and chat with me. And it just kind of kept coming up in our conversations. And then she asked if I would like to read mine and with the assignment we had, I just said, well, sure, that sounds like a great idea. And so I committed to five days of reading my horoscope with this student and it actually turned out really great. So you, so she read her horoscope every, like on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, you did the same thing, but then you yeah. guys get together and, and had a conversation, right? Yeah. So we would get together, um, every single day and kind of every day we had a different um, idea of what we were doing. So on the first day, we um, read our horoscopes together. Um, on the second day, we um, did it over lunch to kind of see if something happened before lunch or after lunch. <laughs> um, then um, we were reading them after school or after soccer practice. Um, and then sometimes we also read about um, our signs in general and what maybe we had in common with what it said our sign was. Yeah. Yeah. So what, you know, and thinking about this, right, I can imagine some people listening to this and thinking, okay, that's <laughs> nice, but I'm not going to sit around and like have my class read their horoscope every day. But right. I don't think it has to be that, right? I think you're really getting at this larger issue here of how you're using, right, this particular student's interest around something that she's reading to build a relationship and make a connection with her. Can you talk a little bit about that? For sure. I mean, I think when you are building a relationship with a student, you have to do it in multiple different ways. Sometimes maybe you're playing their favorite video game or you're reading a book that they like or a series they like. And this just happened to come up, which we could really build our relationship on that commonality, but also what came up in it was literacy as well as like, I don't know what this vocab word means or this doesn't really apply to me, but then it really did because there wasn't total understanding of what the horoscope really meant. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. But I think in the end of it all, no, the horoscope wasn't maybe a lesson I would do, but it's definitely a way to build a relationship with a student. Yeah. So if you, if you were her classroom teacher, be it, you know, <laughs> social studies, English, whatever, um, right. and you had this experience with her, how might you translate that, right? Like if I'm a teacher and I had this experience with a student, how might I translate that to sort of push her to maybe read some other things in class that she might not typically read? Right. So I always did a lot of creative things like within my social studies class, and I could really see something like this translating. Um, like, for example, if we were doing the Salem witchcraft trials or something like that, I did an assignment where they had to kind of journal about it as if they were in that mm -hmm. time. And I could see it kind of translating that way. And like, could you make a horoscope for that time period, like using these primary and secondary sources and make it not a journal, but like a horoscope every day. Mm -hmm. And I think that would get her buy-in into different things within my class. Right. Because then she would, she would sort of see the value, right. Of having to read these other documents that maybe she wouldn't want to read. Um, right. but then she got to use something that she was really passionate about. Right. And she got to bring yeah. those both together and kind of apply them both in the same assignment. Yeah. 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 I think it's a really great example of sort of drawing on the reading practices that kids have that exist outside those academic boundaries right and right. thinking about you know yes you can incorporate them maybe right into an assignment or right get kids to read more in school but really it's also going to allow you to show your kids that you you care about them and build a relationship with them right I think when you have a relationship with a kid when you have to do something hard mm -hmm. it's not as hard for them to like buy into it so if I'm saying to them okay we're reading the declaration of independence that's kind of a horrible thing to read for an eighth grader but <laughs> now I have this relationship and she trusts me so she trusts that she's going to be successful in this situation yeah absolutely and I think too she would trust that you would listen to her Right. Mm -hmm. If she came to you and she said, Miss Quinn, like, I just, I just can't do this. This is really hard. I can't find a way to, well, she probably wouldn't say motivate myself, but if that's what she <laughs> right. meant, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also think, you know, we broke down how we were reading those horoscopes and like, it got to be like a bigger thing of like, now we're finding out like what our signs really mean. I think in a situation with the declaration of independence, it would be the same thing, like scaffolding it down into different chunks in order to understand the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But I think you make a really good point where you can take something that seems really basic on the surface. We're just reading our horoscope and talking about it, right? Did it happen? <laughs> Did it not happen? Yeah. But you're talking about how like you got analytical with it. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. So it really provided a good opportunity for that. Right. And I think like having that skill to analyze that can then be applied in different areas. Mm -hmm. And when something is hard, you can reference back to that as a teacher. Yeah, absolutely. 
So do you have any sort of like off the cuff tips for teachers if they want to kind of build some awareness, build knowledge about what things their students are into reading outside of school? Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I think finding out what kids are reading really comes naturally in English or social studies. I think it would be harder in like math or science sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, I always loved when kids would just have their book out on the table and I could be like, what is this about? And sometimes I would just pick it up and read the back and like act pretty interested in it. (laughs) Um, Even if I was like, huh, that's not really what I'm going to (laughs) read. But then there's also times where I think it can go beyond just like a book. Like, Mm -hmm. for example, I had a student in my class that was a huge football nut and he loved reading magazines on like football. And so whenever he would wear his Raiders jersey, I'd be like, oh, but did you read about the Raiders? And we would talk about it like that. Like he's like, well, I read this article. And so that brings it in too. Um, I don't know. I think having a good enough relationship to ask them what they're reading, but also having a good enough relationship too, when they say, I don't read anything to find something that they're interested in that is reading like Mm -hmm. a horoscope. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> yeah, no, I, but I do think you make this really great point where like a kid might say, I don't read mm-hmm. because they don't see reading a horoscope as counting as reading. They think of it, they probably think you're asking them, what book are you reading? Right. right. And, or they might not see a magazine as being something that counts as reading, right? There's all these things that can, that we can read these days and kids don't necessarily think that it counts. But I think the fact that, you know, even if all that, that girl read it on her own was horoscopes mm-hmm. um, and about horoscopes. But even if you had a kid that just all they ever read every morning was their horoscope, that is a small window that you can use, right? To build a relationship and help them start to move forward to reading other things. So I think what you have here right. is really, really unique and really inspiring. And I really appreciate you taking the time to come and share it with us today. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And everyone out there, thank you for tuning in. And we will see you on our next episode.